Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to Holy Spirit to hear and understand and live the Word of God. Come Holy Spirit into my mind, my heart, and my spirit so that as I read your Word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your Word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all those in darkness. As I read the word of God, enlighten my mind and enkindle my heart with a deeper love for you and the people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Leviticus chapter 5 to chapter 7. Chapter 5. Special Cases for Purification Offerings If a person, either having seen or come to know something, does wrong by refusing as a witness under oath to give information, that individual shall bear penalty. Or if someone, without being aware of it, touches any unclean thing, such as carcass of an unclean wild animal, or unclean domestic animal, or unclean swarming creature, and thus is unclean and guilty. Or if someone, without being aware of it, touches some human uncleanliness, whatever kind of uncleanliness this may be, and then subsequently becomes aware of guilt. Or if someone, without being aware of it, rashly utters an oath with bad or good intent, whatever kind of oath this may be, and then subsequently becomes aware of guilt in regard to any of these matters. When someone is guilty in regard to any of these matters, that person shall confess the wrong committed and make reparation to the Lord for the wrong committed. A female animal from the flock, an ewe lamb or a she-goat, as purification offering. Thus the priest shall make atonement on the individual's behalf for the wrong. If, however, the person can afford cannot afford an animal of the flock, that person shall bring to the Lord as reparation for the wrong committed, two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a purification offering and the other for a burnt offering. The guilt party shall then bring them to the priest, who shall offer the one for purification offering first, wringing its head at the neck, yet without breaking it off, he shall sprinkle some of the blood of the purification offering against the side of the altar. The rest of the blood shall be drained out against the base of the altar. It is a purification offering. The other bird he shall offer as a burnt offering according to the procedure. Thus the priest shall make atonement for the person's behalf for the wrong committed, so that the individual may be forgiven. If the person is unable to afford even two turtle doves or two pigeons, that person shall bring as an offering for the wrong committed one-tenth of an ephah of one of bran flour for a purification offering. The guilty party shall not put oil or place frankincense on it because it is a purification offering. The individual shall then bring it to the priest who shall take it take a handful as a token of the offering and burn it on the altar with the other oblations for the Lord. It is a purification offering. Thus the priest shall make atonement on the person's behalf for the wrong committed in any of the above cases, so that the individual may be forgiven. The rest of the offering, like the grain offering, shall belong to the priest. Reparation Offerings The Lord said to Moses, When a person commits sacrilege by inadvertently misusing any of the Lord's sacred objects, the wrongdoer shall bring to the Lord as reparation an unblemished ram from the flock, at the established value in silver shekels according to the sanctuary shekel as reparation offering. The wrongdoer shall also restore what has been misused of the sacred object, adding a fifth of its value and giving this to the priest. Thus the priest shall make atonement for the person with the ram of the reparation offering, so that the individual may be forgiven. 
If someone does wrong and violates one of the Lord's prohibitions without realizing it, that person is guilty and shall bear the penalty. The individual shall bring to the priest an unblemished ram from the flock at the established value for a reparation offering. The priest shall then make atonement on the offerer's behalf for the error they inadvertently and unknowingly committed so that the individual may be forgiven. It is a reparation offering. The individual must make reparation to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, When someone does wrong and commits sacrilege against the Lord by deceiving a neighbor about a deposit or a pledge or a stolen article, or by otherwise retaining a neighbor's goods unjustly, or if having found a lost article, the person lies about it, swearing falsely about any other things that a person may do wrong. When a person has thus done wrong and is guilty, that person shall restore the thing that was stolen, the item unjustly retained, the item left as deposited, or the lost article that was found, or whatever else the individual swore falsely about. That person shall make full restitution of the thing itself and add one-fifth of its value to it, giving, to, giving it to its owner at the time of reparation. Then that person shall bring to the priest as reparation to the Lord an unblemished ram of the flock at the established value as the reparation offering. The priest shall then make atonement on the person's behalf for the Lord before the Lord, so that the individual may be forgiven for whatever done to incur guilt. Chapter 6 The Daily Burnt Offering The Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons the following command. This is the ritual for the burnt offering. The burnt offering, that is, to remain on the hearth of the altar all night until the next morning, where the fire is kept burning on the altar. The priest, clothed in his linen robe and wearing linen pants underneath, shall take away the ashes to which the fire has reduced the burnt offering on the altar and lay them at the side of the altar. Then, having taken off these garments and put on other garments, he shall carry the ashes to a clean place outside of camp. The fire on the altar is to be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning the, pe- the priest shall put firewood on it. On this day he shall lay out the burnt offering and burn the fat of the communion offering. The fire is to be kept burning continuously on the altar. It must not go out. The grain offering. This is the ritual of the grain offering. Aaron's son shall offer it before the Lord in front of the altar. A priest shall then take from the grain offering a handful of bran flour and oil together with all the frankincense that is on it and then he shall burn on the altar as a token of, of offering a sweet aroma to the lord the rest of it aaron and his sons may eat but it must be eaten unleavened in the sacred place in the court of the tent of meeting they shall eat it it shall not be baked with leaven I have given it to them as their portion from the oblations for the Lord. It is most holy, like the purification offering and the reparation offering. Every male of Aaron's descendants may eat of it perpetually throughout your generations as a rightful due from the oblations of the Lord. Whoever touches the oblations become holy. High Priest Daily Grain Offering The Lord said to Moses, This is the offering that Aaron and his son shall present to the Lord on the day he is anointed, one-tenth of an ephath of bran flour for the regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. You shall then bring it well kneaded and fried in oil on a grill. Having broken the offering into pieces, you shall present it as a sweet aroma to the Lord. The anointed priest descended from Aaron who succeeds him 
shall do likewise. This is the Lord's due forever. The offering shall be wholly burned. Every grain offering of a priest shall be a whole offering. It must not be eaten. Purification Offerings The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is the ritual for the purification offering. At the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered, there also before the Lord shall be, shall the purification offering be slaughtered. It is most holy. The priest who offers the purification offering shall eat of it. It shall be eaten in a sacred place in the court of the tent of meeting. Whoever touches its flesh becomes holy. If any of its blood splatters on a garment, the stained part must be washed in a sacred place. A clay vessel in which has been boiled shall be broken. If it is boiled in a copper vessel, this shall be scourged afterwards and rinsed with water. Every meal of the priestly line may eat it. It is most holy. But no purification offering of which some blood has been brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement of the sanctuary shall be eaten. It must be burned with fire. Chapter 7 Reparation Offerings This is the ritual for the reparation offerings. It is most holy. At the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered, the reparation offering shall also be slaughtered. Its blood shall be splashed on all the sides of the altar. All of its fat should be offered, the fatty tail, the fat that covers the inner organs, and all the fat that adheres to them, as well as the two kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the lobe of the liver which is removed with the kidneys. The priest shall burn these on the altar as an oblation to the Lord. It is a reparation offering. Every male of the priestly line may eat of it, but it must only be eaten in a sacred place. It is most holy. Because the purification offering and the reparation offering are alike, both having the same ritual, the reparation offering belongs to the priest who makes atonement with it. As for the priest who offers someone's burnt offering to him, belongs the hide of the burnt offering that is offered. Also, every grain offering that is baked in an oven or made in a pan or on a griddle shall belong to the priest who offers it, whereas all the grain offerings that are mixed with dry, with oil or are dry shall become to all shall belong to all of Aaron's sons without distinction. Communion sacrifices. This is the ritual for communion sacrifices that are offered to the Lord. If someone offers it for thanksgiving, that person shall offer it with unleavened cakes mixed with oil, unleavened wafers spread with oil, and cakes made of bran flour mixed with oil and well kneaded. One shall present this offering together with loaves of unleavened with leavened bread, along with the thanksgiving communion sacrifice. From this, the individual shall offer one bread of each type of offering as a contribution to the Lord. This shall belong to the priest who splashes the blood of the communion offering. The meat of the thanksgiving communion sacrifice shall be eaten on the day it is offered. None of it may be kept until the next morning. However, if the sacrifice offered is a votive or a voluntary offering, it shall be eaten on the day the sacrifice is offered and on the next day what is left over may be eaten. But what is left over of the meat of the sacrifice on the third day must be burned in the fire. If, indeed, any of the flesh of the communion sacrifice is eaten on the third day, it shall not be accepted. It will be reckoned to the credit of the one offering it. Rather, it becomes a a desecrated meat. Anyone who eats of it shall bear the penalty. Should the meat touch anything unclean, it may not be eaten, but it shall be burned in the fire. As for other meat, all who are clean may eat of it. 
If, however, someone in a state of uncleanliness eats the meat of communion sacrifice belonging to the Lord, that person shall be cut off from the people. Likewise, if someone touches anything unclean, whether it be human uncleanliness or an unclean animal or an unclean loathsome creature, and then eats the meat of the communion sacrifice belonging to the Lord, that person too shall be cut off from the people. Prohibition Against Blood and Fat The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, You shall not eat the fat of any ox or sheep or goat. Although the fat of an animal that has died a natural death or has been killed by wild beasts may be put to any other use, you may not eat of it. If anyone eats the fat of an animal from which an oblation is made to the Lord, that person shall be cut off from the people. Wherever you dwell, you shall not eat any blood, whether of a bird or an animal. Every person who eats any blood shall be cut off from the people. Portions from the communion sacrifice for priests. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, The person who offers a communion sacrifice to the Lord shall be the one to bring from it its offering to the Lord. The offerer's own hand shall carry the oblations for the Lord. The person shall bring the fat together with a brisket, which is to be raised as an elevated offering before the Lord. The priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the brisket belongs to Aaron and his sons. Moreover, from your communion sacrifices, you shall give to the priest the right leg as a contribution. The one among Aaron's sons who offers the blood and the fat of the communion offering shall have the right leg as his portion. For from the communion sacrifices of the Israelites, I have taken the brisket that is elevated and the leg that is a contribution, and I have given them to Aaron the priest and his sons as their due from the Israelites forever. This is the priestly share from the oblations for the Lord, allotted to Aaron and his sons on the day they were brought forth to be priests of the Lord, which the Lord ordered to be given to them from the Israelites on the day they were anointed, as their due throughout the generations forever. Summary This is the ritual for the burnt offering, the grain offering, the purification offering, the reparation offering, the ordination offering, and the communion sacrifice which the Lord enjoined on Moses at Mount Sinai at the time when he commanded the Israelites in the wilderness of Sinai to bring their offerings to the Lord. The Word of the Lord.